Welcome to God's Word for Life Lesson Companion Podcast, brought to you by Word of Flame Curriculum and the Pentecostal Publishing House. This podcast encourages adult disciples to think deeply about God's Word, further develop their personal relationship with Jesus Christ, and make a greater commitment to the purpose and plan of God for their lives. Let's dive into today's lesson and explore what it means to live out God's Word in our lives. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Lesson 4 of God's Word for Life. This is a Lesson Companion podcast, and for those who are Word of Flame curriculum customers, we are in the Living Word, Spring 2020, Lesson number 12, entitled Made Free. So if you're a curriculum customer, just open up your lesson manual or your student workbook and follow along. If you are not a Word of Flame curriculum customer, we invite you just to open up your Bible and follow along with us as we jump into today's lesson together. Well, today's lesson is entitled Made Free. And before we get into the lesson text, the scriptural text, I wanted to just talk to you just for a few minutes. I was recently uh, taken back by the story of Harriet Tubman. Many of you know of her, have read books about her, have uh, have learned uh, much about her. But between 1850 and 1860, Miss Tubman made 19 trips from the south to the north uh, following what we know as the Underground Railroad. And she was able to bring more than 300 people from slavery to freedom. Because of this, she was known by many during that time as Moses. They referred to her as Moses because she led so many people into freedom. From her family, many of her family members, to other slaves from plantations in the South, she led these people to freedom. It's an incredible story of heroism. And using this um, system, well, actually, before she became a conductor for the Underground Railroad, she found freedom herself by traveling nearly 90 miles on her own from where she lived in Maryland to the free city of Philadelphia in the free state of Pennsylvania. And she said this, she said when she crossed that line, that that line into Pennsylvania, she said, I looked at my hands to see if I was the same person. There was such a glory over everything. The sun came like gold through the trees and over the fields, and I felt like I was in heaven. After being there for some time, she could not stay in the north free, knowing there were others uh, just like she used to be a slave, others just like her that needed freedom. And so she made it her mission to rescue as many people as she could. And using this underground railroad system, she was able to bring many of her friends and family and those she didn't even know into freedom. She said this, and this this is what caught my attention. I want to launch into our lesson here today. She said this, she said, I had reasoned this out in my mind. There was one of two things I had a right to liberty or death. And if I could not have one, I would have the other. She decided that she was going to either be free or she would rather die. And this lesson we're going to look at today, Jesus died so that we might be free. 
and so we can choose freedom today. I want to look at our text today. If you want to turn to John chapter 19 and Romans chapter 6, we're going to look at this lesson today entitled Made Free. Well, today we're going to be looking in John chapter 19, reading verses 28 through 30, and then Romans chapter 6, reading verses 17 through 23. John chapter 19, verse 28 says, After this, Jesus, knowing that all things were now accomplished, that the scripture might be fulfilled, saith, I thirst. Now there was set a vessel full of vinegar, and they filled a sponge with vinegar, and put it upon hyssop, and put it to his mouth. When Jesus, therefore, had received the vinegar, he said, It is finished. And he bowed his head and gave up the ghost. Romans chapter 6, beginning at verse 17, says, But God be thanked that ye were the servants of sin, but ye have obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine which was delivered you. Being then made free from sin, ye became the servants of righteousness. I speak after the manner of men because of the infirmity of your flesh. For as ye have yielded your members servants to uncleanness and to iniquity unto iniquity, even so now yield your members servants to righteousness unto holiness. For when ye were the servants of sin, ye were free from righteousness. What fruit had ye then in those things whereof ye are now ashamed? For the end of those things is death. But now, being made free from sin and become servants to God, ye have your fruit unto holiness and the end everlasting life. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Today, as we look at this passage, I want us to look at this idea of being made free. Now, we are picking up, last week we looked uh, the story where Jesus left with his disciples and they went to the garden and prayed in the garden. And the scripture we talked about last week about watching and praying, and we also saw Jesus praying there in the garden and asking the Father, let this cup pass from me. But eventually, after the warring of the flesh against the Spirit, Jesus yielded to the Father's will and said, Nevertheless, not what I will, but what thou wilt. And now, as we look at this lesson here today, Jesus is now hanging on the cross, giving his life for the sins of all of us. And without this happening, we would not have been made free. In John chapter 19, we read these verses, John 19 and verse 28. I want to look at verses 28 through 30. I want us to consider these scriptures, these verses here for the next few minutes first. Jesus, knowing all things were accomplished, that the scripture might be fulfilled, saith, I thirst. We see his humanity here. We see his physical body under such duress he is, he's thirsty, he's in pain, he cries out, I thirst, and the, the soldiers give him this uh, sponge that had been dipped in vinegar, 
and they put it to his mouth. And it was not too long after he tasted this and realized what it was that his body finally succumbed to the torture and the torment and the agony that he had been experiencing over these last many hours. And the Bible says he gave up the ghost, lowered his head, and he said, it is finished. It is finished. The work that he had come to accomplish had been completed. He had become the sacrifice for our sins. Just as the lamb's blood was spilled there in Egypt that evening, hundreds of years before, when the Israelites made preparation for that last plague that was going to hit the nation of Egypt, the country of Egypt, they put the lamb's blood over the doorposts in Egypt, and, and they were delivered that night as the death angel passed over them. Now, fast-forwarding to Jesus on the cross, the lamb of God, the lamb of God, which John the Baptist had said, which taketh away the sins of the world. Now this lamb is dying on a cross. His blood is being shed, and his blood is purchasing the salvation and the redemption and the deliverance of all who are lost in sin. Me and you and all those past and all those yet to come, his blood was shed for all of us that we might be free from sin. He finished that work on Calvary. He said, it is finished. I want to encourage you today. Not only did he finish that work, but he is at work in your life right now. You may not understand it all. You may not understand why things are happening in your life the way you're happening, way they're happening. But let me tell you, God is in control and God knows what he's doing. And he is doing a work in your life that you could not comprehend even if you tried to understand it all. He is at work in your life. And the promise is that the work he has set out to do, he will finish that work. Philippians tells us, he that has begun a good work in us will complete it. He will finish that work. I want to ask you today as we consider these three verses, are you allowing God to work in your life? Are you letting him finish his work in you? Are you letting him finish his work in you? What is he doing in you right now? What's happening in your life right now? What's going on inside of your heart and mind and spirit right now? What is he doing? You may not understand all of it. You may not comprehend all of it. But I want you to know he's at work. And what you may see, think has come to destroy you or hurt you or uh, torment you, God is at work in your life and he has a work he wants to finish. Let's look at these next few verses, turning to Romans chapter 6 and looking at verse 17. It says, But God be thanked that ye were the servants of sin, but ye have obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine which was delivered you. Being then made free from sin, ye became the servants of righteousness. I speak after the manner of men because of the infirmity of your flesh. For as ye have yielded your members servants to uncleanness and to iniquity unto iniquity, even so now yield your members servants to righteousness unto holiness. 
You see, when we were lost in sin and were servants of sin, we, when we were tempted and when we would have thoughts of temptation come into our life or presented to us, we would yield to those thoughts. We would yield to those, those actions. We would yield to those things because we were servants of sin. We were controlled by sin. We were dominated by sin. We were under sin's rule. And we yielded ourselves to those things. We didn't have a natural defense to it. There was, it was so difficult to say no. It, it, it took everything within you and within me to have enough strength and courage inside because we were doing it all on our own. We could not be set free and made free from sin, and we yielded ourselves to the temptations that would come. But now... We are no, no longer servants of sin, but now we can choose as servants of righteousness, servants of God, that when we feel the Spirit, when we hear a word from God through His Word or through His minister, we can yield to that instead. Maybe already God has spoken to you during these first few minutes of this podcast as I've been talking here today. Nothing, not, not that I'm special, that I've got anything special, but as the Spirit speaks through that maybe He's speaking to you today and you've already felt that tug of the Holy Ghost on your heart, your mind, your spirit right now. Because you have been made free and because you are no longer a servant of sin, you can hear the word of the Lord and you can yield to it and let it have rule and reign in your life. So let me ask you this question to consider as we consider these few verses. What does it mean? What does it mean to yield to righteousness? What does it mean to yield to righteousness? Are you yielding to righteousness on a daily basis? Are you reminding yourself that you are no longer a servant of sin, but you are a servant of Jesus Christ, and he has set you free, he has made you free, and you ought to live like you're free. So you can yield yourself to God's word. Yield yourself to God's spirit. When you feel his spirit tug at you, when you feel his presence pull at you, yield to that. Don't fight against it. Don't raise up against it, but let him touch you. Let him let his spirit ministry to you. Let his presence fill your life. Yield to righteousness. Now, let's consider these last few verses. Romans chapter 6 verses 20 through 23. For when ye were the servants of sin, you were free from righteousness. What fruit had you then in those things, whereof you are now ashamed? For the end of those things is death. But now, being made free from sin and become servants to God, you have your fruit unto holiness and the end everlasting life. For the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. We have been made free, so let's live like we are free. You have been made free from sin, so live like you're free 
from sin. Don't live tormented any longer. Don't live pushed down any longer. Don't live addicted any longer. You have been made free. So let's live like we are free. So let me ask you these questions. Thinking about this passage, does the way you are living each day reflect that you are free or does it still appear you are in bondage to sin. Let me say that again. Does the way you're living each day reflect that you are free? Or does it still appear you are in bondage to sin? You have been made free. Live like you are free. Dig into God's word. And we probably need to go back to that point that we just talked about just a, just a second ago. Yield to righteousness. This is how you live free. Yield to the Spirit of God. Yield to the Word of God. Let it have reign in your life. Don't fight against it. Live like you are free. He gave his life for you. When he hung on that cross and right before he gave up the ghost, surrendered and and gave up his life, he said, it is finished, meaning everything you need to be free was accomplished. It was over. It was finished. Nothing else needed to be done. All you have to do now is say, God, come in my life, fill my life, change my life, and you can be free. You can find forgiveness of your sins right now. If you'll just repent and ask God to forgive you, you can be baptized in the only saving name of Jesus and have those sins washed away. And then you can experience the resurrection of Jesus, the Holy Ghost coming inside of your life. You can experience the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues, you can be made free if you're not free. But if you are free and you've been made free, then live like you are free. So what's the call to action this week? How can we take what we've looked at these verses and these questions and how can we put them to action? Well, here's just three things really quick. When something uncomfortable presents itself this week, When something uncomfortable or you just don't understand presents itself this week, I want you to stop yourself and I want you to reflect to see if perhaps God is working on you or in you through it. Let him work in you. We all know we're going to face some things this week. We don't know what's coming down the road, but when it comes, before you throw up your hands and say, everything's against me and this is just all going bad, before you do that, I want you to stop yourself. And I want you to talk to God for a moment. And I want you to ask him, is this you working in me? Is there something you're trying to do in me? And then yield to that and let him finish his work and do his work in you. The second thing I want you to think about is I want you to yield to the promptings of the Holy Ghost this week. When you feel prompted to pray for somebody, I want you to pray. When you feel prompted just to pray for yourself, I want you to pray. If you feel prompted to text somebody or call somebody, then pick up that phone and text them or call them. I want you to yield to the Holy Ghost this week. Whatever the Spirit's telling you to do, whatever the Word of God is prompting you to do, I want you to practice this week yielding to righteousness, yielding to the Spirit of God. And the last thing, Live in freedom this week. Let me tell you something. You are forgiven. You, if you've asked 
the Lord to forgive you. He has forgiven you. You are forgiven. You are blessed. God is with you. He will never leave you or forsake you. You have a hope beyond this world. You're free, so live like you are free. Dear Jesus, we are so thankful that you stayed on the cross. You could have come down. You could have decided the pain was too much, the agony was too much, but you stayed on that cross so that you could finish the work. And you finished that work so that I and those listening and those who have not even yet heard the gospel can be free because of your sacrifice on Calvary. I pray you would help us to live this week free, live this week yielded to the Holy Ghost, live this week free and no longer bound in sin, but live as if we are free because we are. We thank you for the promises you've given. We thank you for the word that we have experienced, we've heard, and that we can experience every day of our lives. Walk with us and go with us. Give freedom and victory to those listening today. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you for listening to God's Word for Life Lesson Companion Podcast, where together we explore what it means to live out God's Word in our lives. If you haven't yet, make sure to subscribe to this podcast. And if you are looking for other Bible study tools and resources to encourage you in your walk with God, visit us today at pentecostalpublishing.com.